guys i typically do an intro but i'm just so ready to get into this episode uh we have a guest today and honestly i was just gonna keep it for myself i wasn't even gonna, we started talking the second she got here so i'm just really excited for you girls to learn from her and to for myself to learn from her so um let's welcome natalie nicole smith hey welcome girl. to the podcast okay so I have a little introduction introduction um i got it from your instagram so author and speaker ceo of women who boss owner of NN Body, which is a lifestyle brand that provides luxury activewear, skincare, and self-care essentials for all women, correct? Yes, indeed. Anything else you do? You know, I'm, I, right now, today, I'm in a space where I'm focusing on helping women build their brands, really transform their minds and their bodies so they can have a bank account. Yeah. I realize that the whole chasing money thing, the whole chasing business thing, it really doesn't work when you aren't right mentally and physically. So I'm excited to be here with you. Um, I've been looking at your page. I see what you guys are doing. <laughs> and I feel like it's time for more women to connect, collaborate, and really um, create um, a strategy to help others. So even a, a show like yours, I'm open to speaking about whatever it is going to help serve your platform. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Okay, so let's get, uh, let's go back. What... You're, you said you were 35 now, right? I am 35. But you started being an entrepreneur like at a young age, right? Tell us a little bit more about so that. So I started selling hair extensions when I was 19 years old. Look at you. Yes, I, I, my whole goal, my goal when 19 was to make $1,000 a week. I sold hair. I went to Howard University, graduated. Okay. I'm in a public relations and um, business major. And at that moment, I realized that entrepreneurship was for me. Mm -hmm. I love to be able to provide a product to someone that they need and to get paid from it. Okay. Um, right after that, um, I did makeup and hair. Um, I trickled into celebrity hair and makeup, which mm -hmm. went really well for me. Mm -hmm. And that allowed me to open up my first salon at 22 years old. And so that's really where it started at. I didn't get into the wellness space until I was 27 years old. Okay. Um, I'm in network marketing. I do very well in network marketing. I help thousands of people all across the world live a better quality of life. And that was really like, a life-changing moment for me because I was taught, like, you know, at a young age, you know, you do things that you love, you do things that you're passionate about, but when you're um, an entrepreneur in your survival mode, you sometimes got to open up your eyes to things that you need to do. Yeah. So network marketing was something that people said was a scam, and when I got into it, um, my first four years, I did, you know, $250,000, and right when the pandemic hit, um, I, my first year making a million dollars, I did $4.3 million in wellness sales. That's you know? crazy. This is in 2020. So that's when my life has changed ever since then. Do you feel like, it's crazy because it's like, were you ever doubtful that you were capable of that? You know, I think that, Depending on how you were raised, I grew up in the uh, with my mom. You know, my dad's in my life, but I grew up with my grandmother, my mom. I think the biggest goal was to be successful. Mm -hmm. I don't think I equated being a millionaire with success because mm -hmm. you have to think about how much money do you need to survive, how much money do you need uh, to really like thrive. Yeah, yeah. Right. So if you have never seen anybody that made a million dollars, or if you never touched a million dollars, your mind isn't there yet. But I met um, my mentor in network marketing, Coach Stormy Wellington. Mm -hmm. She was already successful. Um, people told me she was a scammer, and I was like, well, 
listen, the worst that can happen is I lose weight, right? So got involved in it. And then when I saw that she was making like seven figures, like she, her first seven figures she made was like in network marketing. And I was like, I can do this. And I just added my own twist to it. So of course with user generated content, of course with social media marketing, of course with grassroots strategies, um, my company is very sustainable. And I yeah. use those same practices here. So to answer your question, I believe it was a, a mindset thing. I'm definitely a faith-based business. I believe that God didn't put me on this earth just to be average and to be basic. So that's what I, I when I when I realized that's okay. God gave you this. Now it's time to take advantage of it and show up for the gift. Yeah. No, I love that. I think it's so true. Exactly what you said. Like you met Chris and I. So yeah, I love you. <laughs> Um, you listening, if you've been listening for a while, you guys know that it's always just been me and him and we are like, he's the oldest in his family. I'm the oldest in my family. So, um, it's always just been up to us kind of like get uh, ahead and you know, we haven't until we moved to Houston cause we're originally from Georgia. Oh, wow. We hadn't met any millionaires. Right. But we both knew, thankfully we met like you guys know, high school sweethearts. We both have the same mentality on getting ahead. We both knew we were put on this earth for wow. more. Right. So we We've literally built ourselves up. And then once we moved here, you know, because I was like, I need to get out of Georgia because I am not growing here. Like it was like right after um, it was like two, three years after high school. And I was like, like we were already married, but I was like, either you coming with me because I'm not staying. Like I'm like, I need to I need to get yeah. out. And then we moved here and we met millionaires. And it was like, holy shit, people like because. Back in our day, like with us, it was like, oh, you saw millionaires as like just celebrities yeah. right, on TV and stuff. But you didn't really meet a celebrity and you never really thought that, especially as a Mexican, right. you were going to be a millionaire because right. that was only for drug dealers. Yeah. Right. So like when we moved here, and we thought we saw all the possibilities. We were like, OK, yes, this can happen for us. So I like even me. So I haven't you guys know I haven't made my million yet. My goal is to yes. make my million before. Yet, yeah, because you, I will be 29 next month, but my goal is to make my million before 30. That is like what well, I you, you like, never you never know. Maybe God put us here. I do believe it because I'm feeling the energy right now. I, I, I'm like I, telling you, girls, I'm gonna be a millionaire. I coach three to four. Um, I coach three girls personally to seven figures plus, and I've coached over 100 um, women and men to six figures passively. Yeah. So I would just say this: the fact that you guys um, are in alignment. And you guys are hungry and you have every like you have your your goal set. God's plan is so sufficient. As long as you keep speaking this over your life and do the work, the money's gonna come. Yeah, no, I truly believe it's that. already coming. Yes. It's already waiting for you. Yeah, yeah, that's what I believe. So I find it interesting because you know it is if you don't believe it can happen for you, it's not gonna happen for exactly. you. Exactly. So that's why I was wondering where your headspace was for that. But okay, let's get into um, some of the questions. What are some of the tools you've used to help build your brand? So, of course, social media is a huge tool. I think that mm -hmm. people overlook either either someone loves social media or they hate social yeah. media. But the biggest thing is liking yourself. So you, when you post on social media, your, um, your confidence isn't shattered because of other people not liking you. Yeah. Because you can have a million likes on Instagram and not like yourself. That's true. Right? Yeah, so yeah. social media plays a major role in how I meet people, how I connect on how I build um, the personality behind Natalie. Um, I do my best to be as authentic as I can, but I am very private on social media. I post what I feel like is necessary, you know? And I have a lot of boundaries when it comes down to my social media and business uh, because that's where a lot of my money comes from. 
The second thing I do um, consistently is I'm always like finding different ways to organize my life. So I use different uh, tools like Slack and ClickUp. These are all CRMs which um, help organize your business. Slack is a way to communicate with my teams. I'm outside of just texting all the time. ClickUp yeah. is a to-do list that I can literally um, not just oversee but lead my team making sure that deadlines are being hit, making sure that things are being done. Mm -hmm. um, so I enjoy um, using those two systems. And of course, Calendly, Calendly um, it integrates with Google Calendar. Yeah. So it, if it's not on my calendar, it's not happening. Okay. You know? yeah. Like if there, I don't commit to things that's not on my calendar. Okay. I and that. I literally say, hey, let's make sure we put it on the calendar just so I won't let you down. Yeah. So those are three things I do on a consistent basis to make sure that I'm flowing. Um, and also, last but not least, I will say I have a routine. That's a tool. A routine is a tool. I wake up, time with God. I eat, you know, I do my hygiene stuff. I put my vitamins, you know, TLC products, the, the Nutriverse liquid vitamin, the energy supplement, which is a great pre-workout. And then I go work out. And it's a lifestyle for me. Every day I do that. I can be in a different city, anywhere. It, if I if I have something that, has to, that switches up, okay, cool. But for the most part, that's what you're going to find me doing in the morning. Okay. Yeah, I love it. Were you always this routine-like? Or have you gotten better as you've just gotten better in life? I've always enjoyed routines. Mm -hmm. um, I was diagnosed with ADHD when I was a little girl. Okay. And I was on Adderall for 10 years before I got into network marketing. They have a product called NRG, which helped me a lot stay focused. So my my real disclaimer is that, yes, I use something to help me stay focused, which is natural, 5-HTP and ginseng. You oh, know? yeah, I heard of that. I, yeah. I enjoy it. I'm super, like, I get things done. I love getting things done. Yeah, yeah. Makes you feel good. You know, it makes you feel confident. You oh, yeah, done. when you get things done. Yeah, because yeah, you don't feel like a failure at night, you know? Yeah. Um, so with that, that's something I do. Um, but as far as like, I'm also very um, realistic with myself. Um, that helps me stay focused. That helps me stay motivated. Because if I'm not motivated, who's going to be motivated for me? Yeah, no one. No one yeah, yeah, yeah. at all. So yes, to answer your question, I believe that I've always been the type of person even I did I did bottle service for ten years. Mm -hmm. So I did bottle. So my life was crazy. I did bottle service, hair, makeup, everything. I'm yeah. gonna figure it out. You were like, I'm gonna get my money. Somehow. Yeah, I yeah. figure it out. Yeah. But I always had like a routine. Yeah. Like this is what I'm gonna do. Yeah. What do you think about younger women putting so much pressure on like, like you're a great example of you don't know what you're gonna end up doing, right? Like you started <laughs> right. with hair and then makeup and then so many different things. What is your advice on women who put so much pressure on, like, this is what they have to do for the rest of their life? To relax. Like, I don't really do well with those personalities because when I say I don't do well, like, like I need you to relax. I need you to trust God. And I'm going to remind you over and over again, over and over again, that you're not God and you don't know what's going to happen. You know, some people say, well, you moved all the way to Houston, Texas, and you and your boyfriend broke up, and now life is just in shambles. No, it's not in shambles. I'm still, I still have my life. Mm -hmm. You know, so when you trust God and when you like have big faith and you feed your spirit, forget the money, feed your spirit every single day, the clarity starts to download and the confidence starts to download. Yeah. And then it starts to click like, wow, this makes sense. Then guess what? Certain things start to click. Oh, I, don't, I shouldn't do this anymore. I think a lot of people are so hard on themselves and they're stuck. They're so loyal to things that are not loyal to them. They're so loyal to a business. They're so loyal to a person. They're so loyal. If it's not your husband or your wife, yeah. right, yeah, yeah. or your children, where do you get this big loyalty from? Mm -hmm. 
And that's me. Like, I used to be loyal to things that no longer served me anymore. So what really helped me, I want to help another person, a young person listening, mm-hmm. uh, or a woman listening, or a man that's listening, like, be gentle on yourself. Like, be gentle on yourself. Like, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Like, like, you have your life. Yeah. That's all that matters, is that you have your life. And if you have your life, it will all work itself out. Yeah, I love that. I'm, I'm one of those that you don't like. I'm not as gentle as myself as I wish I would. I, trying to be right i like i love you guys though but i'm i'm great for women like you guys i have a lot of friends like i have a friend that's so amazing she goes back to school for everything like she's will go to school go to school go to school go to school because she wants to be so much better but you haven't mastered something at this level yet yeah so you're hard on yourself now you feel like you're you're not capable and you're not enough and that's where I don't like that because you're beating yourself up. Yeah. So my job as a vessel is to speak life to you and to remind you that you are great and that you have to keep on going. And like, your podcast is great. This is great. Like, look at you. Like, that's how you have to surround yourself with people that are going to add value to your life. If it's not someone, I'd rather be by myself. If you're not around me, you can't speak life to me when I'm feeling bad or feeling down, then we're just not a good fit. Yeah. So it's not that I don't like to be around those people because I don't like yes men. You know, I don't either. I can't do it. Tell me the truth. You get what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. if you have everyone around you that's saying, oh, you're perfect, Jasmine. You're just so perfect. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Because I I see I can do this better. Yeah. But then there's people that might be in your corner that say, well, you know, you could do that better. Well, tell me what, what I can do better. Yeah. If you're going to have a comment, tell me how I can do better in that. I love that. And, you know, I feel like I'm in that space where that's the kind of friendships like that I want and that I need. And it's hard because that's the type of person I am. Yeah. And it's hard because you can't expect everyone to react the same way. I want to be like, hey, you're not fucking doing a good job with you. You need to do this. But most people can't take that criticism. Yeah. Because most people are yes men. They want to be just told, yeah, you're doing a good job. But me, I'm like, I'm not a yes man. And I don't want the people around me to be a yes man. Well, I, I believe the law of attraction is real. Yeah. And as long as you demand that for yourself, mm-hmm. um, you see, you're in a space where there's a lot of women your age that are fi- trying to find love. Mm-hmm. They're not okay with what they have going on. Like, you, 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 God loves you so much and loves you and your husband so much where he gave you guys this union, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't have to worry about that. You can really worry about your purpose now. You can really, when I, let me remove worry. You can really focus on your purpose. You can really focus on your flow now. You don't have to worry about who's going to be my husband and who am I have kids with. Yeah. You're like you don't have to do that because God's timing is perfect. And as long as you stay in that space where you know that you want to attract quality relationships, not aesthetic relationships. Mm-hmm. See, we live in a society where people are aesthetically attracted to each other. Where because you're pretty, because you're this, you're that. Well, you actually are really mean, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So now I'm realizing that like I used to only attract aesthetically pleasing relationships. And I was like, okay, well, I'm the problem then. Because I'm getting treated this certain way. Because in reality, this is who this person really is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, has it been hard for you to make female friendships? You know, um, I think Instagram puts you in a space where um, everyone wants to be your friend. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Everyone wants to go out to eat. And everyone wants to hang out. And you have to use your discernment. And you have to really ask God for the clarity on the intention behind things because I do have people that I, I think um, will make a, we'll have a great relationship, but we have to take our time. I feel like kind of like a, a person can like uh, love bomb you. 
a friend can love bomb you and they can be so perfect. Everything, they want to do everything for you. But that's not normal. What do you want to do for yourself? Mm-hmm. So now I'm more in a space where um, I like reciprocated friendships. I want to be able to pour into my friend. I want to feel the same way back. I don't want to feel like because I didn't call you, you're not calling me. I don't text. Like, that's just yeah. too much, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I want to, if we don't talk, but when we do talk, it feels like we didn't miss a beat. Yeah. You know, so I, I think I'm in a great space now where it, I, I don't want, I don't, I don't enjoy transactional relationships. I feel like I've had those for a minute now mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, we make money together. So we do. You only really like me because you know I can do this for you, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And if we are transactional, let's be clear. Yeah, yeah. Because we have that boundaries. Yes. Because if we're transactional, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like, you know, but let's be clear that that is what we're doing. Right, yeah, because then things can get confused because someone can pour into that other person's cup more than the other. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. I, right. I will say that I've learned along the way um, in this space that, that you know, like you said, usually people, everyone on social media wants to be your friend. And I've gotten hurt a lot that way. Yeah. And I'm tr- finally in a place where I'm like, I've healed. Yeah. And I want to make more friendships. Yeah. Right? I want to make good friendships, but I want quality friendships. And yeah. it's hard and it's scary to put yourself out there because now it's like, okay, I'm putting myself out there again. But what if they're truly not here to be my friend let it flow though because people will show you their colors they'll show you who they are anyone that has hurt you shows you at one point that's who they were yeah and i look at myself like that i had a a situation a couple of situations where i mean these girls we made a lot of money together and then when something went wrong there was no communication there's no dial it was nothing we just stopped being friends and it hurt me really bad and it took me um two years to heal from that yeah Right, and, and I think some people are not real with that. They're like, "Oh, um, why can't you get over it?" Because no. I have feelings. Yes. That's why. Yes, you get what so I'm it saying. It took me two years to get over one of the friends. Me too. Like yeah. you know, to the point where it's like I'm really like when I say get over, it's like I'm no longer pinning somebody else on the trauma that was dealt with with this situation. Yes, that's real freedom. That's real healing. Mm-hmm. So I think that you're in a space where a lot of women are in. Um, that's why in Houston, Texas, especially, I'm a woman who boss network. I'm creating the safe space for women, um, like all walks of life, but my type of girls. Like, what does my type of girl mean? Like, you're confident in, within who you are. Because you if you're yes. if you're so if you're friends with someone that's not confident with who they are, it's not gonna work. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's not gonna work. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna work. You're gonna you're gonna be thinking I'm doing little subliminal things. You're gonna think you're gonna think too many things. That's not real. Mm-hmm. You know. I need you to be confident in who you are as a woman and we can build from there and we're going to take our time. Yeah. yeah. We're not going to rush this. Yeah. We're going to take our time. And if it grows fast, it grows fast. If it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, but I think that a lot of times friends link up and they, Oh, let's start a business together. Why would I want to start a business with you? Yeah. Right. Yeah. We are just like, you know, I have yeah. a constant studio. I'm opening it here and someone said, well, I'll just do it with you. No, I don't don't live here, but I'm okay. Yeah. We can, like, collaborate some type of way. Like, you know, because you have to protect yourself. You do. Especially in business. But when we're vulnerable, we say, yes, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. Because you're vulnerable. Because we want love. Like, we are are creatures. We're spirit beings living in a human experience. And we just want love. That's all we really want for real. We're really big teddy bears. just want to be loved on, right? But we have to have... um, are I don't want to say guards up, but we have to have discernment because too many too many guards can make you too hard. 
But when you have discernment, you allow God to flow, then you don't have to worry about who's against you. Yeah, yeah. No, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's friendships are a hard lesson to learn. It's the best lesson, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now you know better. Yeah. Imagine going through life and you're now 40 and you realize your friend was a hater the whole time. That sucks. That sucks. Now that sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you think about all the memories, you're like, for 10 years, Yeah. you hated my guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, I'd rather know him beforehand. Look at Selena. That, that movie, right? You know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? I don't have real time for that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay. Uh, tips for how to get out of a negative mindset or when you're feeling unmotivated. So you're going to go through these spells, these little moments where something might happen to you and you get triggered. You got to snap out of it quick. You cannot go all day depressed or sad. You know, you got, like what I do is I pray. I'm like, hey, God, I don't feel great right this second. I'm a little... I'm, this situation has me um, thinking about some things I don't want to think about. I'm not feeling confident in this. I need you to release this out of my spirit. I take a moment. I listen to positive music. Like um, I might listen to like praise and worship. I might listen to some podcasts. I listen to positive stuff. No like heavy rap. No heavy nothing. Even if it's a, a, a R&B girl that's just talking negative, I just won't listen to it. Mm-hmm. Cause I need to feed my spirit with the with the best quality things, and the last thing I do is I write out my thoughts. Like I want, like I write out, like what do I want right now? What am I feeling right now? Journaling is very important. Uh, I didn't think it was important until I had the journal, and I was like, okay, this really is cool. Cause you have to really like you look back at what you write. You're like, what the heck was you that? do? Oh I'm my like, god, bro, you like, do. You're like, what the hell was I thinking? What was I thinking? <laughs> yeah, you. Were sitting- you know you're like yeah. wait like yeah ooh, i was i was bad i was yeah, yeah i was going through it yeah i lost my ipad uh my ipad a few months ago and i was starting to journal on my ipad and uh <laughs> before i lost it i was like going back and reading some of the journals and i was like oh what was i thinking and then i lost my ipad and it hurt me so much because i was like chris was like my husband was like it's it's fine it's just an ipad i'm like you don't understand like my whole soul was in that iPad because, you know, I was journaling and stuff. And it was it's good to go back and, and reread everything in your life. During that time, I was like, why was I thinking? But that but that's the true thought. Yeah. yeah. And I think one thing about us um, as we're motivated and we're excited, we have to embrace our truth. We have to embrace where we are. If you don't feel great, if you feel happy, if you're happy, embracing that you're happy. If something good happened, your podcast hits a certain amount of views, being able to embrace it, like, oh my God, I got 10 episodes done. Mm-hmm. I got 20 ep- Like, that's important. You that's, celebrate your wins then? You, uh, now. Yeah. Yeah, I have to now. Yeah. I went through life, um, like, going through wins and then even, like, embrace it. Like, the, the when I made my first seven figures, I did not embrace it. Mm-hmm. I just moved right on. And I'm like, hold on, wait, you're not grateful. So I think that when you celebrate your wins, like small things. I was in my store today. I'm like, oh, wow, this store's really nice. Yeah. I don't, I never celebrated my store. I haven't had a grand opening. We've just been open. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? So now I'm like, okay, what do we do to celebrate the wins now? This is a big, now you have a store in the Galleria. Celebrate yourself. Talk more about it. Yeah. And, and here's the deal. Sometimes we don't want to speak about things because we don't want to um, seem like we're boastful. But if you know your heart, you know your heart. Yeah. If you know you're not boastful, celebrate, celebrate it. 
I think for me, sometimes I have a, a hard time celebrating my wins because one, you can always do better, but then comparison kills you sometimes, right? Like you look at everybody else who you compare yourself to. And I compare myself to pretty high up people, high up women. So I'm like, I could still do better. And so it's really hard sometimes to celebrate my wins. Well, comparison is a thief of joy. Yeah, it is. 100%. So I think that the fact that you acknowledge that. Yes. That's a win. Mm -hmm. Most people go through life and they can't even acknowledge that, hey, I'm comparing myself to someone that has a totally different life than me. They went through totally different things than me. Like, I might need to reset yeah. my mind. Yeah. And you, it never comes from a place of jealousy, right? No, it's it just not. comes from a place of like, okay, I need to but do But that's more. still beating yourself up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's still beating yourself up. And I, I'm telling you this from, first, for, from a first person. I did that. Beat myself up, not celebrating my wins, not being happy. Mm, can't do that anymore. That's good. When um, have you always been really confident in yourself, or where do you feel like there was a change? Or I've always really been like an ambitious girl. Okay, like everyone always from childhood, they're like she's gonna do something. Mm -hmm. um, when I got robbed at gunpoint, I was mentioning to you guys in 2020, my comp. I didn't just get robbed of jewelry. I got robbed of my dignity, robbed of my fearlessness, robbed of my confidence. So I had to do an entire rebuild over these past three years. Entire, entire rebuild. Like, fix my life rebuild, you know? So my confidence comes from just God just give me another chance to live and really just realizing there's so much more to life. Like, there's, there's like, the world is, so, there's 8 billion people in the world. There's so much to do. Mm -hmm. Like, we're just like, we haven't even done anything yet. Yeah, yeah. So that keeps me pretty confident. I, I'm excited. I'm an excited person. Yeah. I'm always excited about something. I'm like, oh, I'm excited about this. And to know me is to love me because if most people know that, like, if you talk to me, I'm like, what are we doing? Like, what are we going to do next? Okay, what's, what's our goals? And that's really who I am because I've always wanted that person for myself. Yeah. So I feel like if I give that energy out, guess what happens? I'm going to get it back. You are. Yeah, because I think, you know, the number one thing a lot of women have, you know, need help with is building their confidence. Yeah. What kind of advice would you give someone like, hey, I'm just like not really confident in myself? Talk to yourself nicely, consistently. Look in the mirror. Like, you look, like tell yourself 10 nice things. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's going to feel stupid, but just tell yourself like nice things. Mm -hmm. When you look nice, like tell yourself, I look really nice. I love my lashes. Like, just little things. Yeah. You want to know why? Because if, you, like, of course, your husband tells you nice things, but let's say he is busy and he's doing something. You have to be able to speak life to yourself. You get what I'm saying? 100%. So practicing um, positive self-talk is important. And then also um, being real with what, why you're not confident. I had to realize there's certain things about me I didn't like. Like, my hair was, like, thinning really, really bad um, from, like, wearing wigs and stuff. I was like, okay, we got to take a break from this because your hair is falling out, right? Mm -hmm. Then it was, like, me overweight. Like, okay, you are really overweight. Like, it's okay that you want to be a thick girl. Mm -mm. You can be a healthy girl, yeah, you know? Yeah, So I had to do that. So it was, like, a lot of me being real with myself built up my confidence. Yeah, I love 100%. I think that that... Taking care of yourself builds yeah. confidence, but being real and accepting like what it is that you don't like about yourself yeah. and then taking action, yes. right? Because you can complain about your hair, you can complain about your way, you can complain about your skin all day long, but what are you doing about it? And that's what I preach too about confidence. Like, I feel like I've always been that way. I didn't know how to do my makeup. People are always like, how's your makeup so good? Girl, I would, I would work 12 hour shifts. I would get home at like 11 p.m. And then I would stay up to like 1 a.m. 
watching YouTube tutorials on how to really? do my makeup because it was important to me because I wanted to learn and now I know how to do my makeup. Makeup looks so good. It's, thank you. I have some under eye crust going on, but thank you. That looks really good. Thank you. So I always tell people, you know, it's important if you want to build your confidence to one, acknowledge what it is. Do be honest with yourself that what it is that you don't like. And if you can yeah. fix it and want to do better, just do take, it. Take action. Yeah. Okay. Um, how do you deal with social media negativity? Oh, I, I get, what is it, cyberbully, bullying. I used to get cyberbullied all the time, especially mm -hmm. when I gained a lot of weight because I sell health and wellness products. Okay. So they saw me go from like 145 to 205. It was bad. It was yeah. so horrible. Um, and I just had to like really just get my mind right with social media. I had to realize this is a tool. It's not your life. Yeah. They don't know you. They're hiding behind a username like Natalie. Like, relax. Because it was, it was, it was taking a toll, you know, out of me. It yeah. was. And I just like snapped out of it and just started believing in myself more and being more confident. And, and it, social media is what it is. Yeah. Everyone's not going to like you, but everyone's not going to like you in real life. So am I supposed to beat myself up about it? No. Yeah. I feel like this year I dealt with a lot of, uh, not a lot of negativity, but I was putting a lot of my self-worth in in social media and what others had to say. And then I had to take a little bit of, bit of a break on social media because I was like, okay, I'm waking up and the first thing I'm doing is checking these comments and what people are saying about me. And even though they don't know me, it's still affecting the way that I think about myself. So I took a break and now I'm doing a lot better and realizing like, yes, that person doesn't like you or yes, that comments mean or whatever, but it has no reflection of who you are. I don't even know who these people are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how their life is. But that, that's, I believe it there. Like, I don't even know how you're living. Yeah. Like how, why am I going to even... Like stoop to that level and just even. I don't talk about you, but you just talked about me. So two wrongs don't make it right. I'm exiting this conversation. Mm -hmm. I don't give any energy. Like I used to. I used to give energy. You're just like yeah, yeah. Like no, you're miserable. Leave me alone. Yeah. With you doing so much, do you believe in balance? I believe in harmony. Okay. I don't really think that you're gonna be completely just balanced probably you're gonna have harmony in your life and things are gonna just like make sense and they're gonna flow um i don't i only focus on things that like my physical time is things that are i'm great at i have project managers i have assistants i have people that work with me i don't do activities that i'm not great at Okay. I'll start off with it, and I realize I really suck at this, mm -hmm. so I'm not gonna do it. You yeah, know, you'll yeah. hire somebody and figure out a budget for this job. Okay. Yeah. Because I mean, I know that d different motivational speakers talk about some people. You know, Andy Frisella like, is like, "Fuck balance. Balance doesn't exist." Right. Other people are like, "Okay, you do have to balance." So I was wondering what your thought was. On yeah, I call it harmony, and like, yeah, I want a quality of life. I do not want to. Um, work hard just to work hard and that's it mm -hmm. i want to enjoy my life so i believe in balance more so harmony because mm -hmm. i don't want i don't need things to just be totally perfect one area might be a little mm -hmm. but is it flowing yeah if it's flowing we're good yeah that's all that matters to me yeah okay all right let's get into some relationship questions okay okay um you're currently single right now correct yeah dating you're, you're like i'm dating around i'm like single like i'm how about this let's be very clear i'm single i don't have a ring on my finger and um i'm definitely excited about whatever like god has for me because i do want to be in a relationship i do want to be married you know but i just don't want to, i'm not desperate yeah were you yeah. ever close to getting married at any point yeah like i think that 
Yeah, for sure. I feel like I'm even close now. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, okay. it's crazy, right? Because when I say close, it's like I'm, I know I'm a whole woman now. Yeah. You know? So when that whole man comes, or even he doesn't have to be perfect, but when that man that God chose chooses to be in my life, it's not going to be so hard because I was a broken woman before, you know? Mm -hmm. So when you're like, like, I know where I am in my life now. I'm not perfect, but I'm so aware of the things in my life that I'm working on. Yeah. I think that's what matters. Yeah. You know? Do you feel like now you attract better men because of yeah, it? Yeah, I do. Okay. For sure. What are the top three qualities that you look for in a man? You have to love God. You have okay. to have faith because I listen, life is crazy. Yeah. You know, have you always been so strong in your faith? I had, like I grew up in church, but I w I liked a lot of bad guys. Okay. I did a lot of like street guys, drug okay. dealers, like majority of my life, entertainers, like that sort of thing. I always had like a relation with someone for years and it wasn't the best. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that my relationship with God kept me okay. like, you know, um, so I always go back to that. You know, I always go back to the source. That's my plug. And I don't judge my man for now. He doesn't have to, go, he doesn't have to be like holier than thou, but he has to have faith. He can't just not have faith. Yeah. He has to have faith because life is going to happen, baby. And I, we have to be able to faith this out. Yeah. yeah. Right. Cause if you're with someone that says, Oh, it's just, Everything is just bad, and you know, oh, you, that person's out to get you. Like everything's just negative. It's like, okay, wait, yeah, like yeah. you're just not my type of guy. Okay, you know, I need someone to be able to cover me, like, and like, okay, cover not just a gun, you know, yeah, like yeah. pray for me, like, you know, if you know I'm going through some things, it's tough. That's only we're gonna get through it. Think about when you were going through your moment. If it wasn't for your husband being a great accountability partner and like being faithful in the space of having your back. If you were just negative, like, you're just so dumb and you're always doing, yeah. like, you could, who lets someone talk to them like that, you know? Yeah. So I feel like someone that has that side of relation with God, they're going to be able to work on themselves okay. throughout time. Um, the next thing my person um, has to have, um, I would say uh, he's financially healthy. Okay. Financially healthy means that you are someone that is making money. And you, you you don't have to have it all together though, but you're not just at home just playing video games mm -hmm. and don't have a job, or you don't have a business, you don't have anything going on, or you don't have an, you're not someone that has a, a a business that's not making money, but you're just talking about the EIN number you have. Mm -hmm. I need you to be doing something. I need you to be able to pay your bills. I need you to be able to take care of if you have children, take care of your children. I need you to, be able to take care of your your basic necessities. I need you to make sure your tags on your car is up to date. Yeah. I need you to your. I need you to be able to if you can't clean your house, um, don't expect me to just come clean your house. Hire a cleaning lady. Mm -hmm. If we once we're together, okay, yes, we'll do a little one two. Yeah, yeah. But I need you to. Be able to financially take care of a few things. Okay, yes. You know? Yeah. Um, next thing, hygiene is a thing for me. Like, I need you to be able to, like, work out, take care of yourself, cleanse your skin. Like, do those things. I want to look at you. you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Like, I want to enjoy looking at you. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't think I, I got into that part until I started taking care of myself. I feel like I was always a nice-looking girl, but now I'm a healthy girl. Mm -hmm. Nice-looking girl to healthy girls to different type of women. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm a healthy girl now. I love that. Yeah, so I want you to be healthy too because I want us to be able to grow old together. Yes. I don't want to be like, oh my God, my husband's eating steak and fried chicken every night and now his heart's clogged up. Yeah. Like, then now I got to take care of you and I want to take care of you because that's who it's part, but we could have prevented that. Yeah, you and know? I think that 
being like having a partner who's also like physically active, you can bond over like it's a stronger bond than most. Like yeah. when you both can go out for even like a walk, it doesn't have to be a run or even work out together, but he's willing to like, okay, I want to be active with you. I want to be healthy too. I need that. It's, it's beautiful. I love that. I, yeah. that that's where that's a requirement because I think that if you fall off, I'm going to fall off. I fall yeah. off. You're going to fall off. Yeah. So being able to have that like sense of we take care of ourselves vibe. I like that. Yeah. It's fun. And then, you know, of course, um, I'm realizing that I like romance. I like dating. Like, and it doesn't have to be like you. Uh, you don't have to like buy me a Birkin bag, right? Of course, I like nice things, but let's go a little bit like foundational, like being thoughtful. Like, just be thoughtful. Like, just because you think I have everything, like, don't put me in that box. Yeah. Be thoughtful. Like, think a little bit. Like, think about. Natalie might like this, you know, yeah. let's go here. Oh, this is happening. Like, you know, I love, I've realized that now I'm acknowledging that I need to be dated. I need to be courted. I, I like the romance side of things. Yeah, I would too. And I think it's, it's important to keep that and not just with relationships. I think friendships, I, yeah. as I've gotten like, I guess you could say a little bit more successful. I've gotten a lot of comments where it's like, well, she doesn't, you don't need anything jazzy because you have it all. I'm like, but if you were my real friend, you would know that, like, I like simple things. Like, if you got me a candle that smells like amber because you know what my scent is that would cost you $3, I would be like, oh, yes. And it's like, just because you have it all, like, you have it all, doesn't mean you, like, need expensive things. There's still things that are special to you. And then you have to think about what is all. Like, how can someone yeah. tell you that you have it all? Like, yeah. so I think it's really unfair sometimes when someone... Like, if you date me and you're dating me off of Instagram, you're going to fail. Yeah. If you're my friend and you're going to, you're my friend off of Instagram, you're going to fail. Because if you don't take the time to get to know me, to get to know what I like, and I don't do that for you, we're not going to work out. 100%. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel like that happens to me a lot. I had a relationship that could have worked, but I think social media kind of got the best of us of, like, he thought, these are the requirements that I need. You know, and I thought these requirements that he needs. Mm -hmm. So we just had it all messed up. Mm -hmm. And it was, it is what it is now. Yeah. You're so successful now. Have you dated men who are a lot less successful than you and have had, have had a problem with it? So my, my last relationship is so crazy because I, I wish I could have expressed it to him differently. Like I really um, didn't care. Like my situation was like a miracle. You know what I'm saying? Like, I worked hard, and then a, a miracle just happened. I'm not expecting you to match a miracle. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just expecting you to be a great person. But I don't think I expressed that to him enough mm -hmm. to make him feel whole as a man. Yeah. You know, I don't think that I, like, celebrated, like, where he was enough. Mm -hmm. You know, I think there was some type of, like, thought of he had to, like, do these certain things to be with me. Okay. You know? Yeah. So now, I need to attract a man that's confident within himself so he can be able to pay attention, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and know that's not what Natalie wants. Yeah. Do I want my man to be... I feel like once... It's like you and your husband. Once two more... Like, two people come together, greatness happens. I feel like my man is going to be way more successful when we're together. Mm -hmm. and, but can he be successful now? Yes, but I'm going to add on to what you're doing. I'm going to be the thoughtful one. I'm going to be like, oh, okay. I'm not going to treat you like how Instagram treats you. Right, right. I love I'm going to treat you like a spirit being, someone that deserves the very best. Mm -hmm. So, 
Yeah, that's my life right now. <laughs> do you date outside of your ethnicity? I do. You know what? So it's so funny. I dated this guy. Mm-hmm. He was actually really fun. Um, he was fun. Yeah. You what know? was he? He was a white boy. Okay. He was fun. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, he was fun. But you know what? I think that he's never dated a black girl. Okay. No, he did, but not like me. Like, he, okay. he dated black girls that needed him. Uh, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had, like, a little, like, date. Um, it was fun. Um, but then I think, again, social media boxed him in a bit because he's like, I'm not the guys you're used to. What guys am I used to? Yeah. So now I don't like you anymore. Yeah. It was that simple. Because yeah. now I got to run this whole play again with social media, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I'm like, so I grew up in a Jewish community, and I also, I love everybody. Yeah. Um, I think that I've dated black, I, I don't know what it feels like to date seriously another race, um, because I feel like black guys are the only ones that like me, really, or yeah. that are serious, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like, you know, that's nothing. A culture thing, I feel like it kind of sucks right now in the world, because it's like, in a place that we're supposed to be, be so unified, we're just not. Mm-hmm. Even when it comes out to friends, it's like, I want diverse friends. That's excited about your podcast. I want to go to somebody else's podcast, yeah, yeah. a different race, because it, it, it doesn't have to be a black thing. It doesn't have to be a Hispanic thing. It doesn't have to be a white thing. It doesn't have to be an Asian thing. It's a it's a we thing. God yeah. made us as human beings. Like So I just think we have to do it. We, have, we as people do a better job. We do, and it's hard because... so. I love my culture. I love being Mexican, but that's not just who I am. And, you know, (laughs) it's hard sometimes because you go, I listen to all these other podcasts, but all they are is Mexicans, right? They only interview Mexicans and they only hang out with Mexicans. And it's like, that's great, right? But I love the diversity. I want to know everybody. And like, I want my friend group to be diverse. And I think it's so important to be diverse because I don't want to just be stuck on one thing because we're all... If you think about it, we're all raised the same, right? Yeah. In the cultural aspect, we're all raised the same. We all think the same. And yes, yeah. we bond because of it. But if we don't get out of that, then we're not going to break the pattern yep. of our upbringing. So. Not. And I think breaking the, pa- breaking the pattern and um, is doing what we're doing now mm-hmm. is speaking about it. I think the reason why podcasts are so profound is because people can listen to this podcast and they're gonna, their life is going to change. Yeah. So I'm like, Wow. Our Jazzy said this, Natalie said this, and guess what's going to happen? They're going to get excited about it. Yeah. And now they're going to go, oh, let me step outside my box. Yeah. They learn something, which yeah. I love. That's what I love because I know that every episode, at least, they learn something about yeah. themselves, right? They might be hearing, I said something, and they'll be like, it clicked to something that happened the other day, and they're like, oh, shit, I didn't even think about it. About exactly. It. That's what I love about it. So, okay, do you feel like um, sex and confidence go hand in hand? I do. I feel like outside of the physical um, side of sex, um, I think that just being attractive to someone or being, like, you have to feel good about yourself because you always, like, beat yourself up about, like, how you look, like, you know? Mm -hmm. And your body is God's temple. And, I mean, of course, people like, oh, wait till marriage. I'm not a virgin, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, I have practiced abstinence abstinence, um, several times, you know? And, like, I'm on a point where I definitely want to meet my person. I want to be married. I want to, you know. So I'm not, like, you're not, when you're young, you just do dumb stuff sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I'm in, I'm so confident with myself that I'm not going to sell myself short. Do you feel, like, in the relationships that you practice abstinence compared to the ones you didn't, which one flourished better? 
I think <laughs> so. The relationship that I practice um, abstinence like off and on type of vibe. Okay, okay. But um, I think again, let's go back to just um, your body and respecting your body. If you respect your body and you respect yourself, the person you're with will do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think that sex should be the be all to um, like. As a matter of fact, most guys I give the time of day we don't have sex. You know. Mm-hmm at all mm-hmm. you know so it's like we get to know each other and we and from there we realize hey i like you i don't like you um i've been so busy in life that i, I i'll talk to the same person for like a year two years three years four years like you know but now i'm putting my foot down because confidence within self mm-hmm. confidence within self now allows you to um attract that person and to be able to really like respect all of the different areas of sex and just communication and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you feel like your sex life, though, has gotten better as you've gotten older? I, I, so I don't know that for me, I've never been a sexual being. Okay. You know, um, I worked in the strip club doing bottle service. I worked in the nightlife. Um, I feel like, well, I, I guess I didn't get no complaints, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like, I think a lot of this stuff is mental. Yeah. Um, I think that when you look good and you take care of yourself by default, you are good, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that the world has put this stigma where there's, like, you can go on Instagram and everyone's naked. Mm-hmm. Or even when they have clothes on, um, they don't feel like they're, they're sexy enough or confident enough because they have clothes on. Mm-hmm. They have to be naked, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then you have, to, you have to look at, like, most guys are dating because of what you look like, yeah. not what you possess within. So I think that yes, I've I think I, my attraction level is how, way higher now because I'm just I, I don't play about me, mm-hmm. you know I don't like I'm not the girl you're gonna call like hey I'm about to pull up on you tonight you're no. not pulling up anywhere like, <laughs> you know, like you don't even know where I live at yeah, 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 <laughs> you know yeah. so yeah to answer your question I think the more confident you get within yourself um everything just gets better yeah I love it okay that's all my questions for you Natalie and we did some more I like appreciate you yeah. being on here so much. I feel like I learned. I know you girls learned a lot. I learned a lot from yeah, you. Yeah, today so was good. I appreciate you taking the time. Um, you want to let people know where they can follow you and your business? Yes. Well, first, I'm excited, um, you know, Jazzy, to build a relationship with you. I, I really, your your home, you guys just, it's very calm. You know, Thank I like, you. that's my type of vibe. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would just say that. <laughs> and you. I believe in what you're doing. Definitely want to learn more about it going to build from there um, if you want to follow me on social media it's natalie nicole n-a-t-h-a-l-i-e nicole n-i-c-o-l-e everything is in my link in my bio if you want to um, learn about my branding services you want to join woman who boss network if you want to shop my athleisure brands it's in my bio but the biggest thing when you follow my page just make sure um that you're ready to grow i feel like my brand is a brand where i try to teach um lessons you know whether I get whether it's Kyle uh going to the chiropractor whether it's just life at the beach um I think social media like yours is a vessel to help people yeah, yeah I agree well thank you so much I yes. appreciate it. I cannot wait to build a relationship with you yes I'm, I'm so excited, excited about it thank you guys so much for listening I'll put all her information in the description so you guys can go take a look at it I appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to the episode and I'll see you guys next week bye I'm not gonna be there for you Cause you were never there for me
Stay 